Spirit Radio Podcasts. Well, June, July and August this year in Ireland was a bit of a turning point from recent summers with some of the hottest, driest conditions ever recorded for this country. Now, you might say, yeah, that's great to have had really warm temperatures. But really, the more important discussion that needs to be had is why is this happening? Why are temperatures rising, not just in Ireland, but at a global level? And what are the experts currently researching and analysing in terms of the impacts of climate change? And what are we actually doing as individuals in our daily lives to try and reduce the impact so we so basically our children and our grandchildren have a future on this planet on the line to tell us more we have climatologist professor peter thorne he's also director of the irish climate analysis and professor of physical geography in maynooth university peter thanks for joining us on the program Good morning. So there's been a, quite an extensive report that's been recently done from the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. Tell us a little bit about this report and just some of the key findings from it. So the, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change undertakes major assessments. They're underwritten by all of the parties to the UN Framework Convention on Climate Change, which is basically all of the governments of the world. And the most recent assessment report was the strongest yet. It stated boldly that climate change is unequivocal. We are changing the climate system. Equally, that human influence upon the climate system is clear. Fundamentally, we cannot explain the changes we've seen since the middle of the 20th century without invoking human influences, which are primarily due to our burning of fossil fuels. And equally, it makes the strong point that the future is up to us. Fundamentally, the decisions we make today and over the coming decades will determine the course of the climate, not just in our lifetime, but for centuries to come. When you look, though, Peter, just at, you know, for example, the commitments here in Ireland to reducing our emissions, we're not reaching those 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 commitments at all. Uh, Yes, and I think there's broad political um, acceptance of that across um, Across the spectrum, the EPA have made a report that says that we're going to miss by a very large margin our targets for uh, mitigation, which is a reduction in our CO2 carbon dioxide emissions from a range of sectors across the Irish economy. And arguably, we're heading the wrong way in in many respects. When we look at just the impacts globally, Peter, I mean, one of the things that is is, is clear and, and very, very distressing, really, when you look at the evidence is the impact that our actions here in the Western world of just consumerism and how we're li- choosing to live our lives, the impact that that has on poorer countries. Tell us about that. Absolutely. One of the one of the key concerns about the changing climate is that actually, perversely, it's those who have had least historical um, historical burden um, will actually take the brunt of climate change. So it's not those of, those of us in the developed world who have emitted that will bear the brunt. It is a large number of people in countries that have had very little historical by way of historical emissions. But that equally doesn't mean that anybody is immune from climate change. Ireland is not immune from climate change. Many of the things that we have seen in recent years carry the fingerprints of our influence upon the climate system. 
That's not to say they couldn't have happened, but they've been more likely, substantively more likely to happen as a result of our interference in the climate system, things like the Long River Shannon flooding in December 2015, the Donegal summer floods last year, um, and also the recent heat wave and drought that we have had in Ireland. We can see the impacts, as you've touched on, Peter, there, but and, and we can see them in all over the world, even just looking at the evidence of reducing glacier mass. And that's been happening for quite some time. Now, of course, there has been things like the Paris Agreement uh, from 2015 looking at, at this issue. But are those things, uh, I mean, overall, are they, is there real political will to make the changes that are discussed at uh, these, these types of agreements? Or are they just talking shops a lot of the time? So the Paris Agreement is a substantive advance, undoubtedly. But the real question is, will nations of the world follow through on the Paris Agreement? The other thing to make clear is that the Paris Agreement, the commitments made at the current time of the Paris Agreement would see us hit a world that's somewhere between about three and five degrees warmer than pre-industrial times. We really want to aim for much lower than that. Our ambition should be one and a half degrees. Our ambition should be to stop emitting um, carbon dioxide from fossil fuel combustion as quickly as possible. The impacts of climate change uh, will get substantively worse the further along we push it. So we need Paris to be seen through, but we need to also invoke the ratchet mechanism in Paris, which is basically countries increasing their ambition over time. I know one of the the key findings from the report is that ultimately, if we want to limit climate change, we have to have sustained reductions of greenhouse gas emissions. What are the key things that governments, but also individuals, need to actually do to make this happen? So you you touch correctly on it's partly governments and it's partly individuals. Ultimately, government can set a taxation, a policy, an incentive framework that may enable a transition, but ultimately the decision to undertake that transition rests with us all as individuals. So there's no real value in just saying the government will do it. Ultimately, the CO2 emissions are not undertaken by governments of the world, they're undertaken by us as individuals. And there are many things we can do, and it's not just about climate change, about reducing, about reusing, about recycling, about conserving our precious resources, such as clean access to clean water, which should not be taken as a given. We should be custodians of the earth. We should think about our behaviour. And what are the big changes that we need to make? I mean, you, obviously, it, it, burning of fossil fuels is one thing, but then, uh, Peter, you hear other discussions about, you know, uh, reducing the amount of meat that we eat would have an impact. Is there other big ticket items that we need to look at? Oh, absolutely. It's, 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 it's a transformational issue. It will take time. Um, it's also about making the, making the default decision be the correct decision which is, as I said, a mixture of policy and also, importantly, technology. We need to develop modes of transport that are appealing so that the petrol car dies the death because there's something better. We need to um, think about the amount we travel, the way we travel, how we heat our homes, 
um, how we insulate our homes. All kinds of things need to be done. It's not that there is a silver bullet that will solve this. This requires sustained and long-term changes in our behaviour. But we're not talking about advocating for people to go and live in caves. We need that transformational change in a way that retains and improves, indeed, our quality of life as individuals. Yeah, and it seems that, that there can be a collective power in individual actions, that's for sure. Well, thanks for joining us on the programme this morning. That's Professor Peter Thorne there. He's climatologist and director of Irish Climate Analysis and Professor of Physical Geography in Maynooth University, talking to us there about a, a recent report from the IPP, IPCC. It's an assessment report. It, it was completed in 2014, but it's, a, it's the most recent kind of full assessment just looking at the impact impacts of climate change. Very interesting report. And you can read it, by the way, online at ipcc.ch if you want to have a look and you can click on the report. Thanks for listening to our Spirit Radio podcast. Don't miss out. Subscribe today. Find out how at spiritradio.ie.